Hi, and welcome to a Novel Ending Podcast. We're your hosts, Joanna and Kat. We chat about all things revisions, the fun stuff, the not-so-fun stuff, and the seriously, I've written like 10 novels now, why doesn't this get any easier stuff? Join us while we share our enthusiasm and tips to help you tackle your next draft before it tackles you. Hi everyone, on today's episode we'll be talking about revising while in the midst of drafting. But first we have our question of the day. Would you rather read a book with a boring middle or an unsatisfying end? Mm, I think that I am going to have to pick an unsatisfying end because I don't think I'd get past the boring middle. I think I would dump the book before getting to a satisfying end if the book had a boring middle. Okay, that answer makes sense once you say it for you, because I feel like I get a lot of messages and stuff from you of like, (laughs) here are these 10 books that I got to page... 50 or so (laughs) and never got past. So yes, I can see that for you for sure. For me, it would be boring middle because sometimes when I read a book and it's kind of lining up to be a like, well, do not finish book, I will go and read the end. So sometimes I'm like, oh, like, oh, it ends really great. And I, I do not go back and (laughs) read the middle part. I still skip it, but at least it makes me kind of like appreciate the book. A little bit more if it has like a, a great ending. I do always, I, I never judge a book that I don't finish because I do always like to assume that it will redeem itself. I just don't have enough patience to to wait for the redemption of a satisfying end. Yeah, it's true. So many books. So Too little, little time. time. Yeah. I think I looked at my to read list is like 270 or something. That's wild. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even let myself get that far. As far as listing. There's there's no way I will ever read them all. Also, it's not just too many books to read, too little time. It's also too many books to write, too little Mm -hmm. time. So sometimes I'll be reading, and if I'm just not engaged, I'm like, I could be writing my own stuff right now. Mm -hmm. That's true. Great. Uh, So, yes, we are talking about revising while drafting. Joanna, do you recommend revising while you draft? What's your kind of take on this? I always get nervous when people tell me they're revising when they're not finished yet with the whole draft. Um, because I am always thinking, what if you delete something or change something that you're going to want later? You don't really know until you have the full picture and you go through to the end what is good and what is unimportant. Um, so it like it actually makes me nervous when people that I write with tell me that they are, are going to do that. And yet there are a few of them, you know who you are, who... It, continually, who do continually do it on a regular basis. And so I can say that I absolutely do not revise um, when I'm drafting, but I can see the situations that it might work for. Yeah, I think that's a good point about deleting something that you might want to use in a later draft. And just because something might not feel right in that particular place where you put it, It doesn't mean that, you know, for a later draft, you know, if you have that in there, you'd be like, oh, this is really cool, but it actually fits in the the latter half of the novel or, you know, something like that. You can kind of rearrange it. But if you just, yeah, delete it, then it's kind of like you're already like saying it's gone to the wind. I also find in my own writing that the times I've written a scene that was less than stellar and I was like, "Mm, I kind of just want to delete it or it's really not doing anything for me. A lot of the times when I get to the end of the book and I'm going back through revisions, those scenes are like placeholders where something needs to be there, but I just didn't know what 
needed to be there yet. So I write this scene, which, you know, you draft a scene, it's not always going to be the best. And it does hold a nice place for what is better yet to come. So I think that's nice to like have those spots in your story too, where there's a little bit easier place to insert something that you think of later. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of writers get stuck with a blank page. So for instance, if you were to just like skip that chapter completely or just, you know, revise before that chapter, never get to it. Like, I feel like that just kind of holds some writers up where if you just, you know, keep the drafting process and you write stuff, even though, you know, it's like placeholder, it's easier to come back to and to like revise it or like have new ideas and stuff because just seeing words on the page and some sort of something like I know kind of helps a lot of writers in the revision process. It, it definitely gives you something to take forward if you're writing a scene, like you have something in there that you can, you know, draw on as you go forward. But I think that is, that does sort of bring us to one of the reasons that might make sense to revise is um, if you are completely taking your book in a different direction, like let's say you get stuck in the middle um, and you decide you're completely you're completely wrong. You don't want to do this. You want the climax or the midpoint crisis to be something so different that you really have to do a lot with the beginning. Then I can see going back and revising that first half or first time ever many words you have to sort of update it to where you want to go. And then that can also help propel you into where you want to go, where you've decided you want to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Overall, I don't recommend revising while drafting. I'm just a big proponent of getting the whole story out, even if it's not perfect. And there's a lot that's going to change and things like that. I think, you know, there's just something about typing the end on a first draft that's really thrilling and exciting and like a big accomplishment. Like, you know, not everyone writes novels and, you know, even writers don't, you know, finish all their novels and things like that. And then another reason I don't recommend it. It's something we talked about in our first episode, which is when we were defining drafting brain versus revising brain. And we kind of came to the conclusion like they are two very different brains. And I think using both brains like at the same time on a draft, like that can kind of get exhausting and just like creatively draining. And I feel like that hurts the creative process more than helps your story. And then you, you had brought this up earlier of like when it does make sense and I completely agree when you say are halfway through a first draft or like three quarters of the way through or however far you are and you are like truly stuck and you're like, I've completely derailed the story to the point where it's not the story I want to tell, you know, set out to write a mystery and then decided it's more of a thriller. You know, you kind right. of like want to change up some like really just fundamental like elements of it. And then I think it makes sense to go back and kind of like revise that intro and then that'll kind of lead you towards like a, a little bit of a smoother finish on your first Especially draft. that too, if you are changing genre because you want to keep to genre expectations. So if you're writing with one thing in mind and then you decide it's not going to be that genre of book, you do need to go back and plant the genre expectations that are more in line with what you're going for. Mm-hmm. I also think um, that if you are really stuck, you know, we did talk about that in a previous episode about things to do when you get stuck, but more so with revisions. If you're stuck when you're drafting, um, 
I do think taking breaks are a good way to like let your subconscious work on that. But going back to read and revise can maybe, and not like huge revisions, but just going back to read again and remember the things that you stuck in there that maybe you didn't realize you stuck in there, didn't write down, um, can help dislodge some thoughts or help you find what's not working. But again, going back to if you are in that drafting brain flow, like if you are in a good flow and have a good rhythm, don't disrupt it. Don't wake up in the morning and start revising just because that's what you do before you start drafting. Like if you are in that, like if you wake up with ideas, like get those on paper first. This is a random question that does not have to do with this episode, but I'm curious, do you find that you are able to draft better at a different time of day and revise better at a different time of day? I absolutely draft better in the morning. Um, I think that if I, like, I try to not even look at my phone when I wake up and open my computer because I think that if too much of, like, what I need to do that day in normal life gets into my head, then I'm thinking about too many other things. But with that, like, fresh brain when I wake up um, and I sit down, um, that's definitely a great time for me to draft. I have a harder time. Um, in the afternoon drafting because of distraction. Um, if the house is empty or if I'm at a writing retreat or something, that's a lot easier to draft through whenever, whenever time of day. But distractions definitely hurt my creativity to some extent. That being said, obviously a lot of us only have bits and pieces of time and are never not distracted. And I have written through all sorts of distractions at different times of my life, but I think when I first started writing, it was like so much was pent up in me. It was way easier to just get it out being distracted. And the longer that I've done it, um, the more that I, or maybe the more space I have in my life now that I know that I can have those quiet moments. So it's easier to draft. Um, revising, I do do sometimes in the morning, but I do think I have to be a little more awake if I'm really doing nitpicky type stuff to like really be paying attention as well. So I know you have you're at that stage of life where you have a little distraction around all the time. When do you draft? Do you have an easier time drafting in the morning or you have to find the bits and pieces? Yeah. In a perfect world where I'm a clone and I can just (laughs) write whenever I would prefer drafting in the mornings and evenings, but revising like late morning, kind of like early afternoon after lunch. I, if I say revising for the end of the day, I find out that my brain just doesn't really want to do anything. Right. So it's it's very hard. Like those will be the sessions where like I revise the same sentence over and over again for like 30 minutes and then just have to walk away from the computer because it's not productive. Um, but I can draft in the evenings. Fine. I think a lot of people do, right? A lot of people stay up really late, get up really early to try and squeeze yeah. those hours in. Yeah. To their other bless their hearts, their the rest of their life. Young people who can just stay up late, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah. So I, I was sorry for the tangent. I just kind of no. curious about that when you said that. So getting back to the topic of the episode, when does it never, in your opinion, make sense to revise while you're drafting? Um, I think that if you are going in to do full line or copy edits, that can definitely be a waste of time because you just never know if you're going to end up cutting that whole scene or the whole paragraph. So if you're doing it because you're stuck and you just want to do something with your manuscript, I think there are other more productive things that you can do to help keep your brain thinking about your story. Um, But actually going back to line edit and copy edit, you know, I mean, 
if you have all the time in the world, sure, go ahead. But I, I don't think many of us do. And I think um, to actually sit down and try and do heavy, you know, if I'm if I'm just rereading and I notice something, I'll change it because I never trust that I'm going to notice it again next time or that a proofreader will notice it or a copy editor, you know, mm-hmm. um, even if that's their job, it does take a village to make sure there are no errors in a manuscript. So if I notice it, I'll change it, but it's not like I'm reading for sentence structure. I'm not reading for grammar, which is a different kind of reading to me than reading for the story because you really have to like focus on the words instead of the meaning behind the words. So I do think it, I do not think it makes sense to do, to sit down and try and do full line or copy edits on a, a manuscript that you have not fully revised yet. Yeah, for sure. So for me, when it never makes sense to revise while drafting is when it prevents you from finishing the manuscript. This has happened to me more than once. Sadly, I have two manuscripts that are like three quarters of the way done. And the first three quarters are beautiful and polished. (laughs) And my critique partners are like, these are amazing. And I can't bring myself to finish them. And I think it's because I polished up the beginnings so much that getting back into the draft and writing a messy ending, like my brain will not let me do it. And can it's you, really Can you just pretend that the ending is going to be the sequel and you're starting a new book? And it's just like a whole new, maybe that's what I should do is like just a whole new document right. and just right. kind of pretend it's like chapter one. To speak to that a bit, that there are definitely some writers, um, or humans that are perfectionists and they feel like that first chapter has to be perfect before they can move on. And I do think that really hinders ultimately creativity and finishing your manuscript because, you know, this is sort of an aside too, but I, before I started writing, well, I, I wrote in junior high and then, you know, then you get to be a teenager and in college and you don't do the same sort of fun stuff that, that you did when you were younger. But I kind of came back to the creative world trying to find something to do in different aspects. And I never really stuck with anything. Like I even was sewing for a while, but you know, you cut something and you cut it wrong and it's done, right? Writing. I think that's one of the things that I love so much about writing is that it never has to be done and it never technically necessarily is done. You can always change something, right? You can always sometimes back in my more perfectionist days, I would change a sentence and then find myself changing it right back the next time I went through it. So you have to be careful not to get stuck in that like cycle of it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be closer to perfect every revision you do. And if you worry too much about it being perfect before you let anyone see it or before you call it done, you might just never get there. Exactly. So from now on, I... And, and it's been a couple of years since I've done that. I, I really have like powered through that first draft. Like I found it to be really important, even if some chapters were, you know, two pages long and just terrible kind of placeholder chapters, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, like still getting it out on the page has helped me like just finish like complete drafts. And, and there definitely is an aspect of powering through when you're writing. So if you're trying to avoid that, I think that can can cause blocks too, because sometimes you do just have to sit in the chair and power through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that is all we have for this episode for the next two episodes. Actually, we are going to be bringing you some very special interviews with my 
Author Mentor Match Writing Group, which we recorded in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. So stay tuned for those. Thanks for listening to another episode of a Novel Ending Podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review and by sharing this episode with your community. And make sure to check out our website, anovelending.com, to learn more about what other services we offer. Happy revising!